Hello, this is Rudy Holland with another PRH podcast from the book of Philippians. Hope you'll get your Bibles. Turn with us to Philippians chapter number two. We've been going through the chapter and we uh, highlighted the chapter in verses five through nine talking about the, the Lord Jesus being our supreme example as to what our relationship with people ought to be. We noted that the key thought of the chapter was esteeming others better than ourselves. But as we look at Jesus being our supreme example and how we are to have, what kind of relationship we're to have with others, we noted that he was a servant. We noticed that he was sacrificial in his attitude. And I would suggest to you that they are characteristics that you and I ought to seek in our relationship with others. Now, if we do that, in due time, God will honor us. And so he did, It is he says he will do, it has done with Jesus. He says he's exalted him and given him a name above every name. And he said that one day, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Now, I don't believe God's going to exalt us quite that way, and surely we're not going to have ever anyone to bow and, uh, before us and and confess before us that we're something great. No, I'm not suggesting that at all. But what I am suggesting is this, that if we maintain our relationship with God, demonstrated by our relationship with other people, God will bless us. Now, let me tell you the blessing. If we will do that, our joy will be full and we'll be able to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. If we begin to take our relationship with others from a position of vengeance, we will lose our joy. You know, when you, when you have bitterness toward the, uh, another person, the other person is not hurt by your bitterness, but you are. Bitterness vengeance, hatred, call it what you will, is like a cancer. And it eats away on the inside. So my suggestion is, if you want to live a, a life filled with joy, live a life in a right relationship with God, yes, but in a right relationship with the brethren, with other people. Now, after Paul gives that exhortation, he says, then, if you're going to do that, then stop your murmuring. Stop criticizing. Stop complaining. And he said, if, if, you, if you live that way, then I will feel that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. That's verse 16 of chapter 2, the latter part. But then in verse 17, he says, and yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. Let me give you what Paul was saying. He said, when I, when I look out and I see those of you that got saved in Philippi while I was there, and, 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 and many of you were, uh, have, been, have been discipled and you've grown in your faith, and, and I look at you now, wow, I, 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 I'm blessed. You are my joy. You bring joy to me. Now let me just 
interject that one of the joys of my ministry, of my life, I should say, not ministry, but of my life, being in my latter years, I'm 76 years of age, being in my latter years is to look back and see the lives of those that were touched in our ministry and to see how they're living for God and what they're doing for the Lord today. I'm sitting in a, in a conference room in a church in, in Richmond, Virginia, where I, I, I do the podcast. It's actually my home church now. This is the church from my, where my wife and I attend regularly. She is the secretary here. And the pastor here often makes comment that it was in a revival meeting that he first felt the call, that I, where I was preaching, where he was first called to the ministry. I look at him now, and uh, the student has far surpassed the teacher as far as abilities to handle the Word of God and what a great pastor he is and all the rest. But, 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 but it joys my heart because of the relationship and on that God allowed me to be a little part of that. I get a call every day virtually every day. It only lasts about a minute or two minutes, sometimes three, four, but never any longer than that. From a, from a gentleman who grew up under my ministry and his mother led him to Christ, but he, he grew up in, in, in the youth department in the Christian school and so on. His father was on staff for a while. He went away into to college and came back and eventually wound up on staff with me and began, began as a youth director and associate and assistant pastor, became the assistant pastor. Later, as our church ministry grew, he became my executive pastor. He's more like a son to me than, uh, than a co-laborer. We talk every day. He now pastors a church. He's been through some ups and downs in his life and he's had some difficulties. But he's risen above all of them, and he's always maintained the right spirit, always maintained a godly testimony. And today he's a pastor of a church, and he's doing well, and God's using him. And some mornings when I wake up, and man, I tell you, the day, uh, the day seems to be a, a dreaded experience for the future. I'm not too excited about the moment. And that phone rings and I hear his voice and I begin to talk to him. My joy is rekindled because of the relationship that I have with him. And because I, I, I know I didn't, may not have a lot, but I had a little part in his life and in his ministry. And the Apostle Paul was writing to those in Philippi, and he says, when I, when I hear about the good things that you're doing and the way you're growing and all of that, you, 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 you're my faith. Uh, you, you encourage my faith. You, you are my, my joy. He says it this way, yea, if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, in other words, if I've sacrificed and served for your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. 
He said, now just like it's, it, it, it's a two-way street. I, I rejoice and my joy is full because of my having a part in your life. But your joy is also full because you've shared in my ministry. And they did. So it is with us today. Relationships are so important, folks. So important. I could, I could tell you of so many people that have been such a blessing to me in my life. And uh, there's, a, there's a gentleman, his name no one would recognize, uh, if I were to mention it on, on the air probably. But ever since I've retired, as faithful as the sun is to rise, he has supported me in my endeavors. He has made it possible many times for me to go and to preach and to teach with his sacrifice and his giving to our ministry. That Those relationships are worthy of all praise and honor and glory to God, but they're also worthy of our acknowledging how important it is for us to maintain good relationships one with the other. Now, the Apostle Paul said, now I'm concerned about you. I want to come and be with you, but I can't. He said, but in verse 19 of chapter 2, he said, but I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. Here's what he was saying. He was saying, now I, I, I have this preacher boy. His name is Timothy, and I have great confidence in him, and we have a close relationship, and I'm going to send him to you so I can know your state. In other words, I can know how you're doing. I'm going to have him go and be sure that everything's going well with you. He said, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. He said, I don't know anybody else that would really, could really take my place and care for you like, like I would, except for Timothy. He said, for all seek their own and, and not the things which are Christ Jesus. He said, too many people are more interested in, in their own position, their own power. But not so with Timothy. Timothy is more like a son to me. Verse 22, but you know the proof of him that as a son with a father, he has served with me in the gospel. I could give names of several, several, several men that I could say, so as a son with a father. And some of those relationships, I have been the father and they have been the son. There are some there, I have been the son and they are the father. But it's important that we have people that we have confidence in, that we can share our lives with, share our ministries with, that our joy might be full. If we're going to rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, we have to have relationships that are more than just surface. They have to be relationships built upon a faith in the same God a salvation in the same Lord and an agreement in the principles of the Word of God. If we have that, my goodness, we are rich, rich, rich to have those kind of relationships. Then the Apostle Paul says in verse 23, he said, 
him, speaking of Timothy, therefore I hope to sin presently so as soon as I shall see how it will go with me. He said, I'm going to send them to you as soon as I can, as soon as I can work it out. But then the Apostle Paul says, but I trust in the Lord that I also myself shall come shortly. And Paul said, I want you to know I, I, I want to come. I want to see you. I want to be there with you. If I can, I, I, the next best thing is for me to send Timothy. But again, Paul is looking at a relationship with these people in Philippi. And he's not going to allow any kind of, of conflict, disagreement, or whatever to separate him from that right relationship with those believers. And he is saying to you in Philippi, quit your murmuring. Look at the sacrifice of Jesus. Look at the servant's heart that he had. You have that kind of heart. You live that way. And I'm going to send Timothy, and he's going to be there, and he'll give me a report so I can really know how well you're doing. Because, you see, I'm concerned about you. I'm concerned about you. I have a unique ministry in these, in these closing years of my life. God has given me the opportunity to to speak in churches all over America. I speak from shore to shore and coast to coast, literally. And you know, I, I, I get into all kinds of churches, but you know what I find? I'm finding that the divisions that we are experiencing in society, not for the same reasons necessarily, but I find that there are also divisions within the body of Christ. There's divisions within the Lord's church. That ought to be so, brethren. We can have our differences. Unity is not uniformity. In other words, we, we don't have to be uniform in all, everything that we believe and say and do to have unity. But we need to work on having a right relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And Paul was saying, you know, Timothy and I have a, have a great relationship. And, you know, just, just maybe look at us as an example and see if you can't build that kind of relationship with others there in Philippi. I believe God's saying to us today, maybe we need to build that kind of relationship right here, wherever we are, with people that we're around. We can be mentors to some, and we, we, we can be mentored by others. I never forget what Dr. Banner, my sociology teacher in college, said. He made a statement one day. He said, every man is my teacher because every man knows something I don't know. The greatest threat to unity, to having a proper relationship, is having a know-it-all attitude. Folks, I don't know it all. And there are people around me, God puts around me that teaches me every day. I thank God for the relationships. Some are as father and son, some not so, but I can still have a right relationship. So today, my message to you, let's seek to be an example. 
Let's look for examples. Let's labor together. Let's serve together. Let's sacrifice together. Let's look at the example of Paul and, and Timothy. And let's follow that example in our relationship with others. Well, again, I've enjoyed being with you today. I've enjoyed these few moments we've had together. And I hope, again, that you'll call someone and tell them about uh, about the podcast. This is sort of an experiment for me. It's the first time I've ever done podcasts. In these last few weeks, I've been doing two a week, and I'll continue to do so as we go through these the book of Philippians, and then I'm going to evaluate and see if uh, it's being a blessing to others and being used of God. And hopefully I'll be able to continue doing them and maybe even increase them. So any input that you have, I'd appreciate it. Um, thank you for, uh, for tuning in, for listening. And I hope in some way we've been a blessing to you today. God bless you. Have a great day. And goodbye.